0: (laughs) Season one, let's do it. Hey, beautiful humans. You're listening to the Human Experience Podcast, hosted by me, Kiara Marie. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. I'm here to share my human experience, as well as have these raw and powerful conversations with leaders in the health and wellness space. The human experience podcast began because I truly believe our souls are here to experience a wide range of emotions, make mistakes, own our past traumas that led us to make them and face our deepest fears in order to grow. The human experience is a conversation about self-development, conscious awareness, normal human responses, and connecting mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. The human experience promises to deliver authenticity and diversity. The Human Experience community is a group of humans doing the work so they can live their lives to their fullest potential and are here to break intergenerational family patterns so that generations to come can too. At The Human Experience, we're diving deep. Thanks so much for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, it's your host, Kiara of The Human Experience Podcast. I am ecstatic about today's episode. And I feel like I say that about every episode, but it's so true, you guys. I come downstairs after I'm finished recording an episode with a special guest. And first thing I do is tell my mom, my brother, my, my brother's girlfriend, I just recorded the best episode ever. <laughs> like, and I, I say it all the time because I truly feel that way after every single conversation. They're so powerful and to be able to connect with such beautiful humans, especially, especially during this time while we're in quarantine, like, and on such an intimate level. So today's special guest is Jasmine Bursaman of Los Angeles, California. Girl, I am coming to visit you. I am coming. Just be patient, please wait for me because we're going to have the most beautiful connection. Aries and Sagittarius vibes are going to be lit. Um, and I, I think, I don't even know how I came across Jasmine. Somehow we found each other on social media and we didn't really connect until recently. And I just, I thought of her when I was starting up this podcast and she's just always carried this beautiful spirit and she's also an ayurvedic consultant so freaking dope um what the hell is ayurveda well guess what you're going to find out in the episode um, ayurvedic approach is an ancient indian healing modality It's medicine and it's been around for thousands and thousands of years. There are different doshas, and we actually put a link in the show notes to find out what your dosha is. You're wondering what the hell a dosha is, you have to listen to the episode, but I'll kind of like share just a tidbit. So there are three uh, doshas kapha, pitta, and vata. So each represents what you embody, whether in the mind or the body. And they could be different. You can also be tridoshic. Um, and there are certain foods that one should be eating to remain in balance. When you're out of balance, there are some symptoms, which the quiz tells you as well, that can take place. And so if you're feeling a little unbalanced, um, there are definitely ways to bring everything back into harmony through lifestyle changes, through foods, beverages, avoiding certain foods, especially all the time. So me, I'm a and I'm also a kapha body. Yeah, kapha body. And what that means is that, um, let's see, So pitta is very, very hot and spicy. So I can have a temper. I can be impulsive. I can, like, snap on my loved ones when I'm out of balance or when I have too much on my plate. And, you know, yeah, that's my go, 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 got to get it done mentality, having to check things off the list, having to just not wanting to stop because I can do it all, right? When I actually can't, (laughs) when I'm running on E. Excuse me. i just burped. <laughs> um anyway, Kha body. It's a little bit slower. We have long, luscious, thick hair. We're curvy, we're earthy, we're motherly, nurturing. I can also very much relate to these things. Um so, yeah. It's it's a very interesting approach and I love it so so much. I have been in constant contact with Jasmine ever since we recorded this episode, and I'm learning so much from this woman. So if you haven't already, go follow her. Her Instagram handle is holistic jazz with three Z's at the end. Um, she'll be talking about the type of water that we should be drinking. Um, Ayurvedic herbs and the importance of each and just all these books that she's continuously reading and just sharing so much knowledge. So grateful. I met this girl. Can't wait to meet her. And yeah, I'll stop talking now. So hope you guys enjoy the episode. Do you want to be in optimal health by having better digestion, glowing skin, better sleep and more energy? That's where I come in. I help women heal so they can own their bodies by having better digestion cycles and moods. My customized programs are for you. If you have thyroid issues, gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, acne, or other chronic conditions, and if you're committed to making the food and lifestyle changes needed in order to reach your goals. If this sounds like you shoot me an email to schedule your free discovery call at Kiara Marie wellness at gmail.com. Now back to the show. everyone. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the human experience. I am so excited for today's episode with Jasmine Bursaman. She is an Ayurvedic consultant based out of Los Angeles, California. I'm so jealous. We were just <laughs> chatting about how beautiful it is and how much, out, how, how much outside time she's been spending. And yeah, just tell us about it. How, how's living in LA? Well, hi, Kiara,
1: and hey, everybody. Um, I just want to say thank you, Kiara, for having me on your wonderful podcast. Um, Congratulations for starting this. Um, This movement is just going to be amazing, and I'm excited for your growth, but – Thank I was, you. you
0: were actually supposed to come to California. I know, <laughs> I know. I literally messaged Jasmine, like maybe at the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm going to come to LA for my birthday. It's going to be a solo trip. Mm-hmm. And then all of this happened. And then there was some stuff in my personal life go- uh, going on too. So it didn't work out. That month, but I—that is still the next city on my list that I need to go visit as soon as all of this is over. Because I've just heard so many wonderful things about LA.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, LA is an amazing place, and I was so excited to meet you. Um, yeah, but I'm—I know we're definitely gonna meet up in the future. We, are.
0: Um. <laughs> we, are. we definitely <laughs> yeah. are.
1: And you're such uh-huh. an adventurous
0: soul. Like you were gonna come to LA like all by yourself. that would actually have been the first time um I would have ever embarked on a solo trip yeah so but yeah I definitely am feeling more empowered to do more things like that um just based off the recent trips that I've been on and like just how much more of the world there's left to see and I can't believe I've never been that far on the west coast so um yeah so how long have you been there Um,
1: I've actually lived in California, um, mostly my whole life. I lived in Las Vegas for about three to four years. Um, -hmm. but yeah, I'm a California soul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We can hear it in your voice and we can totally feel it in your Instagram stories that you you share, your posts, just everything Mm -hmm. about you. It definitely vibrates. Um, that California vibe I love it I love it so much and you live <laughs> in Cali with your daughter yeah and boyfriend husband um or... yeah well I call him my partner
1: we've been together yeah. for about nine years we're going on wow. yeah we're going on 10 years in December wow. Um, we're basically married we're That's just like family. waiting for the perfect time to have a wedding you know but yeah. Um, yeah, we're basically married. We just
0: don't have the papers.
1: <laughs> no, I
0: got you. I mean that. Yeah, that is pretty much married, and and it's just a, it's a legality thing. Oh, totally. Really. Yeah. And then you have your daughter, and her name is Aliyah 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 mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, she is so precious. Oh,
1: thank you.
0: And you were telling me she was kind of the catalyst to jumpstart, you know, your journey with Ayurveda or just holistic wellness, right?
1: Yeah. So, um, well, so my journey with holistic medicine and what led me to study Ayurveda and natural ways of healing was, um, first experiencing an intense disease called eczema. And my eczema was like so severe, which, I wanted to learn how to heal myself because medical doctors weren't giving me any relief. Um, Mm -hmm. So it all started when I was living in Northridge, which is a city that is north of L.A. My lifestyle was basically drinking every weekend. I mean, the life of a college student, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, I was dorming. So I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to party my ass off, like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that yeah. that was like my main objective. It wasn't like, okay, I'm going to plan out <laughs> my life. Like I I didn't know where I was going. Um and I basically wasn't nourishing myself. I wasn't eating too healthy and school was just stressing me out. And I think it was stressing me out because I just didn't have like that vision or like I just I didn't know what I wanted to do and I was like super unmotivated. Um And literally, all I was looking forward to was just getting messed up on the weekends. I mean, I I still do get messed up, like, here and there. but
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's okay. Yeah, and that's
1: okay. But it's in moderation, and it's definitely not every weekend. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're on the same boat there. Yeah. Definitely have similar stories.
1: (laughs) So, um, yeah, eventually just, like, living that lifestyle for – about three years, I started to get rashes on my body. And, mm. yeah, and these rashes, they were, like, on my face, they were on my eyelids, my upper lip, my neck, my arms, and my hands. And later I discovered it was eczema. So, mm. yeah, so eczema, it's an autoimmune disease that um, basically manifests as rashes on your body. And it's just, like, intensely itchy so um just as time went by it started to get worse and while I was in Northridge I found out that I was pregnant so I decided that um I needed to leave Northridge I needed to go back home and I thought my eczema was gonna get better but that's actually when it just got a whole lot worse and um I think it was because I was like super stressed at that point in my life um I didn't finish school which in my culture the Filipino culture that's really frowned upon um Mm -hmm. yeah because with my family they believe that if you don't have a degree like you'll go basically nowhere in life so Mm -hmm. so that was just like my thought process and I was just like really worried um about what my family was thinking about me being pregnant at such a young age. I was 21 at the time, so okay. I was, yeah, I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I still am, to be honest. <laughs> me and my daughter, like, growing together.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it, though. You guys are so cute. I really admire the both of you. Mm,
1: thank you. But, um, yeah, so my eczema at that point in my life was just full-blown – to the point where I just couldn't sleep at night. And I would like, yeah, it was was bad. So um, I would literally toss and turn in my bed until the sun came up, until my body was just so exhausted that it just knocked out on its own. And um, my skin was just covered in rashes. Um, I was also suffering from really bad anxiety and a bit of depression at the time. Um, and I would take Benadryl literally every night to just try and go to sleep. And I knew like deep inside of me, like that wasn't right. You know, like having to take medication every night just to get a good night's rest. I was just like, okay, like I need to fix this. So of course what everybody does is they go to the doctors. So I went to the doctors and, um, I had a really big rash on my face at the time. So they thought it was the butterfly lupus rash. And um, that's basically what patients, lupus patients usually get on their face. So I waited for the test and I was super scared. Um, I knew people that had lupus and I knew that it was a very intense disease. I was also pregnant at the time. So I was just like, how is this going to affect my life? You know what I mean? So, wow. yeah, so I was like, my stress levels were like through the roof.
0: I can only imagine. Yeah,
1: it was, it was bad. So um, I waited a couple of days. I went back to the doctors. Thankfully, the test was negative. Um, okay. Yeah. So I left the doctor's office just like really contemplating my health. I was just like, okay, well, I have eczema and it's really bad. Like, I don't want it to get worse. Um, So during that time, no medical doctors were giving me any relief with my eczema. All they did was like give me a steroid cream, which Mm -hmm. which I mean, it alleviated the itching temporarily. But I realized my skin was getting like super dependent upon it. And literally every time like the itching would come back, I would scratch my skin and it would like automatically bleed. So Yeah, so the steroid cream, I mean, it relieves symptoms temporarily of itching, but all in all, it didn't help the issue at all. And um, I had a doctor tell me that there was really no answer for the cause of eczema, and they really didn't know why I had it. They just said it was genetic and that I was going to have it my whole life. So, I mean, getting Learning that or getting told that from a doctor is just, you know, it's kind of discouraging. But I feel like that was like a huge turning point in my life where I was just like, okay, well, the doctors are telling me I'm going to have it my whole life. And all they're giving me is a steroid cream. I mean, I'm super grateful for that steroid cream because it helped alleviate some symptoms momentarily, but all in all, it didn't. Um, help with the whole disease. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I basically started um, googling and started taking healing into my own hands. And that's like literally when my journey into natural healing started. Um, I basically went down the rabbit hole of natural healing. Um, I came across articles about healing the gut. I'm sure you're like, all about that (laughs) oh
0: yeah absolutely yeah um because you're in like a nutritionalist right yeah yeah so I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner um well they've added like an f in front of it so it's a functional nutritional therapy practitioner it's a lot of letters um (laughs) and I'm also becoming a a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner so yeah very focused on nutrition but also trying to incorporate just all modalities just an integrative approach um totally so definitely open but continue nice
1: nice so yeah um i started i mean i learned about like healing the gut which is you you type in eczema and like how to heal naturally that's basically a bunch of articles you can find a bunch of articles on like healing yeah. the gut yeah. yeah so i got into that um i also got deep into like mind body medicine um herbs I got into yoga you know all that good stuff and Mm -hmm. um I also started getting really in touch with my spirituality um I started grounding and putting my feet on the earth and getting in touch with nature and during this time I also grew like a really really deep love for herbs um I call myself a green goddess (laughs) (laughs) because I mean okay so to be honest I just started planting like a bunch of herbs and some of them are dying. So I'm not, <laughs> I am not the best gardener, but you're I on love- your way. Yeah. You're I'm on, on my way. way. Yeah. <laughs> Baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. So um, green goddess in the making.
0: <laughs> yeah. I like, that. I like that. Green goddess in the making.
1: Yeah. So, um, so, After learning all of that, it was not until I started to slowly incorporate all of these things into my life that I was learning that I started to heal. And Mm. one of the big lessons that I learned from this was I just deeply needed to learn how to take care of myself and to express self-love, which was something I was deeply lacking um, in my life. I don't want to say past life, but when I was living in um, Northridge, I was just Mm -hmm. so disconnected to my body, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so all of my energy was just going outward, and none of it, like, back to me. So that was just a huge lesson that I learned. Um, But then I started to eat healthier foods, started drinking more clean water. I started to meditate. I started to pray more. um, I started to move my body and connect more with Mother Nature. I started taking supplements and vitamins like probiotics, which is super important. Um, I've been taking the um what's her name? Olivia? Organic Olivia Yeah, organic I Olivia. Love her. Her. Yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. But and her probiotics are amazing as well. I oh I would God. totally recommend them to
0: like anybody. Totally. Yeah, totally recommend. I whenever someone asks me like what which products they should order, I always recommend the probiotic because it's the best one I've ever tried. You guys, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I wish I were lying, but she got it down. Like she has the enzymes in there, mm-hmm. the digestive enzymes, and just the strains that she chose were they worked really powerfully for me. And I've tried. I mean, for the past i want to say like seven years, I've tried so many different brands of probiotics Mm -hmm. and organic Olivia, she's the best. I love all of her products.
1: Yeah, same here. Like I've tried probably over like, I don't know, like eight different probiotics and I would spend Mm like $70 on these probiotics and I would like keep them in the fridge and you know, I was Mm -hmm. just like so mindful Mm -hmm. of it. And I mean, with Mm -hmm. hers, you don't necessarily need to keep them in the fridge. Which, I don't know how she did that. But, I mean, I, yeah. I still do. But, um, yeah, her probiotics are super, super strong. Um, I noticed my body changing so much while taking her probiotics. Like, I, you're supposed to evacuate um, in the morning. Mm-hmm. And once I started taking her probiotics, like, every morning, I'm just going. That's and so I'm just funny. like yeah. My
0: client told me the exact same thing. That's so oh, really funny. with yeah. with organic Olivia. Yeah, with her product, she's like, as soon as I started taking it, I'm like, dang, yeah. She, I dang. <laughs> we all gotta write a review or something because oh. I mean, I message her and I tell her like, thank you, you are a godsend for like creating mm-hmm. these tinctures and these these capsules that are just so so powerful. She she definitely knows what she's doing, guys. So highly recommend Organic Olivia's products. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally,
1: and um. Yeah, so I just basically learned how to take care of myself. I was creating more healthier relationships with myself, um, with mm-hmm. the people around me. Mm-hmm. And also, I think while people are on their healing journey, I think it's really important to disconnect from unhealthy relationships that don't necessarily support your growth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that's huge. And, um, that was, That was a hard part for me, you know because i'm I'm just such a people person, but like disconnecting from some people, like loving them from afar, you know, like you could still spread love, like
0: yes, yeah, I love that, so mm-hmm. you had a hard time with that, oh totally, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it is hard for any of us to disconnect in. Maybe a way that you want mingled with a certain person, um, but like Jasmine just said, loving them from afar, wishing them well from afar, and hoping that they need to be or get where they need to be from afar, um, but maybe just distancing yourself because you ultimately know what serves your growth and what's good for you and, and your energy. Yeah, Totally. Totally. So yeah,
1: incorporating all of this. Um, my skin eventually did like a whole 360. Um, I have pictures from when I did have eczema really bad. And wow. my skin now like you, you can't even tell.
0: So do you I have them on your Instagram or do you just um, just have them for yourself?
1: Um, I have them on my
0: old Instagram profile I could send them to you
1: just so you yeah could, yeah, yeah you can see so like interested. yeah it, it's a pretty amazing transformation especially me looking back to it and I mean at the time when I was taking those pictures I was just like
0: oh my god sorry it's okay okay, <laughs> okay go ahead um at the time you were taking those pictures yeah so at the time
1: I was taking those pictures I was just like You know, I was just very discouraged, but I'm so happy that I did it. Like, I'm so happy that I have those memories because it shows me where I'm at today and like the progress that I went through. But yeah, but all in all, I completely healed my eczema and now I'm like super inspired to help others with their health um, and heal them in natural ways through Ayurveda medicine.
0: Yes, I'm so happy for you. You literally just announced on Instagram that you are now Ayurvedic consultant. Mm-hmm. And so tell us about, you know, that that education that you got and what does an Ayurvedic
1: Okay, so um I basically found Ayurveda medicine through a Google search. So <laughs> Like every other thing yeah. I love <laughs> in the modern age. <laughs> love you too. Um, but anyways, I found a school. It was called Southern California University of Health Sciences in Whittier. Um, and I went to the orientation and I literally fell in love with Ayurveda medicine because it was everything I believed in and literally it incorporated everything that I used to heal myself from eczema. So from there, that's when I decided that I wanted to pursue the program. And, yeah, I just finished my first year. Um, It's a two-part program. So all in all, it's um, two years long. Um, It's really amazing. The doctors that are actually our professors, they're straight from India. um, And they're just bringing, like, this ancient knowledge to California, which is super awesome. But um, yeah, my school is really cool. We have clinic days once a week where um, we have to work in the clinic and then we have patients come in so we could see like firsthand how the Ayurvedic doctors um, help these patients. And it's really awesome seeing um, a patient Get healed from Ayurvedic healing just through herbs, um, changing their diet, being more mindful, meditation, um, lifestyle
0: changes, breath work. I love it. Mm-hmm. So what is the the exact definition of Ayurveda? Um, just so the people who don't know exactly what it is can understand, like, where it comes from and all that good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. So... Ayurveda, it literally translates to the knowledge of life in Sanskrit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right when I heard that, I was like,
0: boom. That's beautiful.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I didn't know that. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So, Ayur means life and Veda means knowledge. So, it's um, Ayurveda, it's a 5,000-year-old healing system. That originated in India and how it basically came about is ancient sages in India. They saw a lot of diseases occurring and they just wanted to know how they could help the people. So what they did is they came together, they went to sacred sites and they basically meditated together and they asked God for an answer. And wow. Yeah. And that's how Ayurveda
0: was invented. That's so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I I remember there was one point in my journey where I got so into Ayurveda. I actually ordered one of um, Sahara Roses. I think that's her name. Sahara. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I am Sahara Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of her cookbooks because I had no idea where to start
1: mm-hmm. with Ayurveda
0: cooking. And I'd love to hear more about this from you and like what your typical meals look like. I did um a kit a Kitchery cleanse. Is Kitchri. that right? how say it? Mm-hmm. Um, I did it with my partner at the time, and he actually loved it. It's so good, you guys. If oh, my God. It's a good. simple, like, Google search or Pinterest search on how to make Kitchri, mm-hmm. Um, And it's, like, K-I-T-C-H-A-R-I? Am I, am I yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So Google that, and you will have the best meal of your life like it is so nourishing so warming and that's like what a lot of ayurveda is about like just I mean I guess depending on your your uh type and I'm sure we'll dive into that um for me yeah the warming spices were essential because I actually define as a kapha type
1: oh yeah I could totally see that I would say like if I had to guess I was thinking about it last night Mm-hmm. maybe you're like kapha pitta
0: yeah that's yeah. what I was thinking too kapha pitta because they're okay a dosha that your dosha that's yeah. what it's called mm-hmm. okay so let's talk about doshas okay. um there are three types I know you can be like tridoshic too right yep yeah okay so break it down for us okay so um your
1: dosha is basically your own unique blueprint um so, there are five elements that make up our bodies, as well as every other thing on the planet. So, these five elements, there are air, fire, water, ether, and earth. So, in Ayurveda medicine, we believe that these elements manifest in the human physiology and psyche as three bioenergies called the doshas. Mm. Yeah, so... um So even though there are only three doshas, um, every person is made up of these. Every person has these three doshas within them, but they're all in different proportions.
0: Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So like different percentages. Yes. For each person. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, So from space and air, we have vata. And that's the energy of movement. So, Mm. mm -hmm. and then from fire and water, we have pitta, which is the energy of transformation. Mm. Think of your like digestive system. And then from earth and water, we have kapha, which makes up our whole structure. So we basically need all three of these energies within our body to, um, to have our body working. So, um, I actually had a Reiki teacher cause I did, um, a Reiki one, um, certification class and, Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Reiki is just amazing. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not a Reiki healer for mm-hmm. necessarily like everybody. I, my mm-hmm. intention for Reiki was just to learn how to, um, do Reiki for myself, you know? And then I'm just, mm-hmm. like, flowing with life and seeing where it's going to
0: get me. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean... I wanted to do that, too, because my cousin, she is a Reiki healer. I mean, I, I can't remember how far she's gone with it, but she she's done Reiki on me. And, uh-huh. oh, my God. She's done it long distance, and she's also done it in person. And, you guys, and the success stories that I've heard from Reiki, like, one of my clients actually got Reiki done on just you know, after she's done the work with nutrition, after she's done the work with lifestyle changes and managing her stress, there was still some unresolved trauma that she never confronted. And through Reiki and going regularly, she was able to heal like in 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 such a different way. And she felt like relieved and her symptoms completely diminished. So it's so powerful.
1: Yeah, Reiki is just so powerful. I mean, it's just using, like, the universal energy that is available to all of us and Mm -hmm. learning how to get tuned in with your body and change that energy that we necessarily can't physically see with our naked eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, anyways, my Reiki teacher, she just explained... um, our bodies as an expression of these five elements. So she was like, she wakes up and she's like, so how am I going to express these like elements today? Like, how am I going to move with fire, earth, water, air, and ether? And I just thought that was really interesting. And to see our bodies made up of the same elements that the earth is made up of.
0: Mm, It is so interesting.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. And that's why Ayurveda just um just makes so much sense to me because when you think about the doshas that you're predominant in and how to balance that out, you just look up look into like the elements that um you're basically predominant in and then you use things like lifestyle and food and you realize the elements within those things. you take those things into your body and you just counteract what um elements are overexerted. So um, I kind of wanted to get into like explaining like
0: each dosha, so yeah um, yeah, and I want to hear what your dosha is.
1: Yeah. So okay. Well, after I explain this, maybe you could guess.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's do it.
1: Okay. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, um basically, for Vata predominant people, which was air and ether, I think of Dory. She's oh. literally.
0: <laughs> That's so perfect. I love it.
1: <laughs> right. She's she's literally like all over the place. Like I want to go there. I want to do this. Blah blah blah. Like like nonstop, She just wants to be everywhere. And her mind is just like expansive. Mm-hmm. And she's like super creative. Um, mm-hmm. Vata predominant people are like out of the box thinkers. Their body type is usually thinner in shape. Um, they're super enthusiastic. And it takes a lot for them to gain weight. But um, when Vata predominant people are out of balance, Disease usually manifests as anxiety. It manifests as bloating, overthinking, constipation. Um, they tend to get colder more easily. They tend to have drier skin, frizzy hair, and insomnia. And if you think about it deeply, like since vata is made from space and air, um, for example, with bloating, that's like excess air in your stomach.
0: Mm-hmm. Mhm, mm-hmm.
1: and overthinking that's just like you know just your thoughts are going wild you're you're more expansive in your thoughts and your mind and like the air and the space um elements just overexerted so what the basic needs for vatas would be is a lot of grounding so that would be like a lot of slowing down um Adoptogenic teas, um, warming foods, and earthy foods like sweet potatoes, um, sweet foods to help like ground them, like honey. I I love honey, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Yesterday, um, side note, <laughs> actually, we we me and my daughter we saved like a bee from our pool. She nice. was screaming to me. Yeah, it's like her thing. Like when I'm outside just hanging out doing yoga, she just screams out of nowhere. She's like, mommy, help me. And I'm like, what? And then she's like, there's a bee that's drowning. So I went to go help her get the bee out of the pool. Um, she ran inside, got um, Justin, my partner, and she was like, I need honey. So she got honey, <laughs> we brought it out, and we started like, Trying to revive the bee to life, and we're literally like sitting eye level with the bee, just watching its tongue go out and eat the honey. No way!
0: What an experience! Yeah. I mm-hmm. love that. It's so fun you yeah. bring up bees because I ha- I usually leave like our balcony door open whenever I go outside and just lay out, and I go inside and or no no my my brother's dog is like licking the door or just like biting the door the glass uh-huh. like, what is he trying to eat? and like on the other side on the inside of the house um, this bee was trapped behind our curtain so he was like trying to get out and I was mm. like oh my god he's like in my house and so my mom brought me <laughs> a jar. Uh-huh. I literally did not know what to do because I didn't know where the bee was going to fly. I didn't know if he was going to fly in my face. It wasn't mm-hmm. a bumblebee. It wasn't – was, he had, like, a stinger and everything, and yeah. I've been stung before, and it's not pretty. It's not fun. Um, uh-huh. I've definitely cried before. <laughs> and um, so I was standing there with this jar up this, over top of this bee, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then finally he, like um, – Got more into the jar, and I was able to just quickly, just like let him go um, on the balcony. Oh, nice! Yeah, we saved him. He was struggling, but it was, it was, it was so funny. We were just standing there, like laughing, like what? (laughs) Yeah, to do (laughs) that's so sweet, though.
1: Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I love bees so much. Just, I mean, if you think about their job, literally, all they have to do, I mean, not all, but what they get to do is get pollen from like beautiful flowers and make honey with it. Yeah. Like I wanna be reincarnated into a bee. <laughs> one I of these I lifetimes.
0: <laughs> yeah. What a beautiful job. I mean you yeah. get to make something that I mean is so simple into something so beautiful and, and tasty. Yeah. Totally. Oh. Okay, so um honey is good for vata
1: yep so honey is good for vata um so a lot of grounding warming foods um slowing down adaptogenic teas for sure for calming like that vata mind um so that's like the basic um, ideas of vata so moving on to pitta predominant people so for pitta predominant people um i was thinking about this and i was like so who's like a a pizza predominant person and I thought of like straight up Donald Trump
0: <laughs> Ooh. I mean if you look at like yeah. his face and how red he gets so easily I mean I definitely think of mm-hmm. pizza mm-hmm. out of balance right? oh
1: totally yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no, I can, I can definitely For agree
1: sure that guy's like super red like a fire truck
0: yeah <laughs> And that really shouldn't happen if you're taking care of yourself the way that you need to, um, especially if you are a pitta. You mm-hmm. should be able to – I mean, tell us about pittas.
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. But, um, yeah. So he's, like, a great example of, like, a pitta out of balance. But for sure, I, I think his, like, blueprint, which we call your um, prakriti, in Ayurveda um it's basically what you're born with the doshas you're born with I believe he's a pitta
0: (laughs) yeah so
1: yeah so pitta people um their minds are usually super sharp they're usually the ones that get shit done um if you go on a vacation with them they're the planners like they're the ones that say okay well we're gonna um, go do this activity at 1 at 2 p.m we're gonna eat and then um, once we're done eating at 3 p.m we're gonna go do this so yeah they're like they're super organized um, and they're usually like the leaders um, and in terms of their body type they're usually the ones that are pretty bill and muscular not saying that Vata or kaphas can't do that but just naturally how their body types are. Um, yeah. yeah. Their digestion is usually really great. Um, they usually go evacuate, like, two, three times a day, like, right after they eat. Um, mm. And they usually have a really strong appetite. But um, when they're out of balance, they could look like Donald Trump's face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god! that's so funny that's perfect and oh my I'm, gosh I don't think anyone wants that to happen so yeah
1: so yeah but um yeah so it disease can also manifest when they're out of balance um with things like heartburn um hyperacidity you get ulcers acne um inflammation And emotionally, these people are, like, out of balance. They could get impatient and angry really, really fast. So, for example, if a pitta-predominant person, like, missed their meal, like, they'll make everybody feel miserable
0: around them. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can definitely. I know a couple pittas that I've been around, and I've definitely experienced that with them. That's so funny. (laughs) Yep those are hangry hangry yeah yeah that's
1: exactly what i was thinking about (laughs) they're the hangry a lot of
0: people can relate yeah
1: yeah totally um so basically pitta is the fire dosha so um what they need is something to cool down that fire so they need cooler foods like cucumbers fruits avocados um, they need more calming exercises and deep stretches, so not a lot of hot yoga, um, or strenuous exercises because that could really knock a pitta out of balance. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it if you're a pitta, but just not all the time,
0: yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's hard because I feel like the pittas usually want to do that. Oh, totally, right? yeah, totally. exactly. Exactly. And um, even like spicy food. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they should kind of really steer clear <laughs> of those too. Yeah. I mean, like, like, like Jasmine's saying, like, not 100% like knock them out of your diet if you really, really love them, but just to be um, mindful of how often you're consuming spicy food.
1: Yeah, totally. Cause that could really knock a person out of balance. But, and same with coffee, right? Oh, yeah. Caffeine. Oh, especially for vatas. Like if they drink caffeine, like they're, they might fly away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. Okay. So coffee for vata and and pitta. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited to talk about kaphas because Mm -hmm. I was doing some research just through my NTP program as well. Cause I was going through a period of where I was like, I don't know if I should consume coffee and, it was based off an Ayurvedic principle. Like it's not for everyone and here, like the doshas Mm -hmm. and that can do really well with it. And the others that can't and Kapha was one that actually could, could do a little coffee. Yep, They're the ones
1: that could do a little coffee because, um, Kapha people are earth and water. So Mm. these are the people that move like more slowly. Their thoughts are more like thought out. Um, they're usually like the caretakers, but sometimes mm-hmm. they neglect to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, their body weight is usually heavier. Um, but yeah, they're, they're more into their routine. But if they get too into their routine day by day, this could really cause an imbalance um, within them. Because um, with coffee people out of balance they could fall into things like depression um just like reminiscing about the past like constantly they could be like super sluggish so in terms of coffee coffee isn't bad for a kafa person i mean all in moderation you know what i mean but um, yeah yeah but and and this is a really interesting thing with ayurveda like You think about, like, for example, um, like caffeine. Some doctors say, like, oh, don't drink caffeine. Like, caffeine is bad for you. But, I mean, when we look at blueprints and we divide people into and see people um, through their constitution and through their blueprint, like, we find out that certain things aren't necessarily bad for all doshas because coffee people they do need stimulation and um on the other hand like for example juicing everybody went through like a crazy juicing phase yes. yeah oh my God, i
0: can't wait to hear about this
1: yeah like everybody went through like a crazy juicing phase and everybody's just like juicing is amazing for you like everybody should do it it's healthy for everybody you know, because you just get like the most nutrients, blah, 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 mm-hmm. And,
0: mm-hmm. and all that
1: stuff. And honestly, I, I fell into it, too. This was before I learned mm-hmm. about Ayurveda.
0: Same, same. Yeah. Yeah, I think we a lot of us have, have been there. Yeah,
1: totally. I bought a juicer. <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, after learning Ayurveda with Vata-predominant people, if they have too much raw foods because they're more like space and air, um, and space and air more runs runs more on like the cold and dry side. So juicing is colder in um in its quality. So if a Vata person is juicing all the time, that could just knock them out of balance, even though they're getting the necessary nutrients that they need, like it, it's not necessarily healthy for them because of their constitution, um, and that goes, that goes for raw foods too. If a vata predominant person eats too much raw foods, which I mean, that was a craze as
0: well, like the whole raw food diet thing. Oh yeah, and I like, I feel like I didn't see too much of that for some reason, but I've I've heard about it. And I am totally confused by it, too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I mean, I feel like it would be so difficult to navigate.
1: Yeah, totally, totally. But um, lots of people, they need grounding foods and warming foods. So they need their foods, like, cooked and warm. You know, if they constantly eat, like, raw foods, like, boom. They could get out of balance really quick. But, um mm. Yeah, but anyways, for of people, um, going back to that, if they're out of balance, they could fall into things like diabetes, um, a sluggish metabolism. They're more prone to things like mucus buildup, um, water retention, and infections. So, mm. yeah, so things that of people need, like just simple things, they need things that would stimulate them. And, you know, a little coffee wouldn't be bad. Mm-hmm. And um, more moving exercises. And it's pretty interesting because you think of a coffee person, they're, they're more like chill. But if they do get into like a regular exercise routine, that could really bring them more into balance, stimulate them, um, bring more like, of that fire and movement into their bodies. Um, Yeah, and changing up their routines is really important for a coffee person. Not, like, over-exerting it of, like, I'm just going to do crazy things all day,
0: you know? (laughs) Yeah, I know know what you mean. Yeah,
1: but just not fall into, like, okay, well, today I'm just going to wake up. I'm going to, you know, just go with my normal routine, like, day and day. Like that that could really knock a cough out of balance, so I totally recommend warming spices like ginger. Ginger has been so amazing for me. I love ginger, even though I'm not a cough person, but ginger helps um stimulate your acne is what we call your digestifier in ayurveda so incorporating more ginger into a coffee person's diet could really help them um bring more of that fire into them and stimulate them also cinnamon helps and eating lighter fruits like apples pomegranates um and to avoid like lots of sweets Mm because yeah
0: (laughs) why are you laughing I'm like, oh my god! I just can't wait to like elaborate on all this. But go ahead, go ahead, yeah. and finish first. <laughs> so sweets. I mean, um, sweets
1: are heavier in nature. So when a copper person eats like a lot of sweets, like like honey, they that could like just have them chill out like the whole day. Like you think of like just smoking like a fat like indica blunt and just chilling like all day, like. <laughs>
0: That's like an out of balance Kafa. <laughs> dang, wow, yeah, yeah, it's so- cr- oh my God, okay, so as I said earlier, I definitely resonate with Kaffa, and I've definitely like taken the quizzes, and I want people to to take wherever you think is the best quiz for them to find out, but I'm sure they can kind of decipher which dosha they're most likely a part of mm-hmm. um. Mm-hmm. So for me, kapha, and then I definitely resonate with, like, the pitta um, mm-hmm. as well. And I'm definitely I, – I don't I – I do create a routine for myself. And when you said that, I, I have been thinking about, like, switching up my routine because it can get so mundane and it can get – definitely, like, keep me, like, stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sweets have definitely – It's funny because I never really had a sweet tooth until college and then college, I don't know, just did a total like 360 and just... (laughs) Oh my God. Sweets all the time. And I'd feel it. And the water retention and just moving slower, sinking into that depression. And I totally have done that before. Uh But um, the Pitta part of me is also like, like you were saying, like, okay, we're on a schedule and at 11 AM we'll do this. And then when we're done at 1230, we'll move on to this. Like I... I feel like I have to create that self, that, um, that routine mm-hmm. I guess it's not routine or not just like being precise with things because otherwise I'd feel what's the word just out of place and not sure like what to do with my hands kind of feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think in terms of you, I think I definitely see like some Vata oh, and, totally. me- and I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't, I wouldn't know if there's, like, another one for you. So um, I'm actually Vata Pitta. Mm, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, but I really like your um, doshas of Kapha Pitta because Kapha is basically, like, earth, you know? So mm-hmm. you have the ability to, like, manifest things into the earth mm-hmm. and get
0: shit done at the same time. Mm, I like that yeah and you know what I also think of when I think of Pitta because it is fire um Aries because I'm an Aries and I'm a fire sign oh you are oh yeah it was it was your birthday yeah it was my birthday and you're a Sagittarius right yep yeah we were like that's why we get along so well (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah totally totally yeah I was looking into that and I was
1: like oh my god Aries are like my best friends (laughs)
0: there you go I yeah I for for the longest time I was like yeah I don't really think I resonate with an Aries because I also have like that very earthy side and Mm -hmm. I feel like Aries do get a bad rap of like being these harsh and like blunt people um oh totally Sagittarius too really so I mean I know like my brother's a Sagittarius and Uh and I have friends who are Sagittarius as, as well, but like, tell us about the Sagittarius.
1: Um,
0: so it's interesting that you're asking me this cause I've been
1: getting into astrology. Um, Ooh. yeah. So I actually have a mentor. Um, her name is Marsha. She, I found her on Instagram and then we just totally connected and, um, she wanted, she, well, she's, mentoring me right now in astrology which is super interesting and when you said that like you sometimes don't resonate with being in Aries like there's other things in your chart that um maybe you haven't figured out I don't know if you know about like your moon or your rising yeah
0: so my moon is a oh my god why am I blanking out (laughs) <laughs> I'm a forest moon and a Virgo rising and I know my Venus lies in cancer and I have my whole birth chart but uh-huh. I'm still like trying to remember like okay this means that and I mean it's a lot oh my <laughs> it's god a lot it's, remember. it's a lot like <laughs> astrology
1: yeah. is a whole other field like maybe we could do another podcast yes. on yeah
0: yeah yes I would love that I totally want to do that I've I've been just recently just diving deeper into it and I'm like oh my gosh that's such a, that's such an Aries thing of me to do or, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I don't blame it on astrology. I just know it helps me just with Ayurveda or like my Enneagram. I'm an Enneagram too. Like Mm -hmm. all that just helps me just get to know myself a little bit more. Exactly. I think it's, I think it's fun and it's beautiful and yeah, it's just, what I'm into (laughs)
1: exactly same here and I mean some people don't believe it so you
0: take yeah
1: you take what you believe in you you leave the rest I mean exactly how I use astrology is um it just helps me understand myself exactly what you're saying and it helps me understand like some of my tendencies for doing certain things um I don't know if you heard of like human design either
0: um. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I was just listening to Organic Olivia's podcast. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the episode, she just came out with it on Monday. It's like almost two hours long, but it's totally worth it on human design. I still have to like find out because I've, I've heard it like thrown around here and there in this wellness space, but I wasn't sure like projector, manifester, reflector. I was like, oh, I don't know. These are all new things. Uh-huh. But tell us about it. Um, so
1: I have a website that I could send you. I don't know if you looked up yours. Um, no, not yet. Not yet. Okay. So I could send you um, a website yeah. that you could look up your whole chart, but it it's just so interesting. Like it incorporates like the Dow, it incorporates like, um, astrology into it and other things. And it's just like another blueprint that you could go off of. And I've just, I actually had, um a session with, um, one of my friends about my human design chart and just noticing my tendencies in my human design is just so interesting and it's helping me navigate through life. And I, it's just so interesting. Like, I feel like we could get like deep into topic about that. So
0: we will have to do a whole separate episode on human design and astrology. And when you're further into like your mentorship with, your mentor um yeah totally that'd be so awesome hey that'd be so fun like just going through like our whole chart (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I would oh my god we need to set that up I'm so serious yeah totally um okay so we covered all the doshas Mm -hmm. hopefully you guys can you know decipher which ones that you're most likely a part of but i'll have jasmine send me like the quiz that she recommends and then i'll attach that to the episode um in the show notes as well as the human design one or maybe we should save that one for when we do the human design episode yeah totally We'll we'll attach the link for the, the dosha quiz, mm-hmm. and um, you guys can refer back to this episode so you can get your recommendations as far as, like, eating recommendations, lifestyle recommendations, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, like- so
1: I have a month off of school, and I've been creating this idea where I'm going to start holding consultations, like, online through Zoom. So, yes. yeah, so people could follow me. My Instagram is at Jasmine Brissiman. Um, it's J A S M I N and my last name B E R
0: S A M I N. So maybe you could attach that. Um, yes, yeah. I definitely will. And everyone, I mean, who wouldn't want to meet with you? Seriously, <laughs> I'm gonna go make a so consult with you. Like, I would love to do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then we can chat about like the tongue and everything and how much ama impacts especially now you just posted something about um, ama impacting your your likelihood of getting COVID oh yeah so Mm -hmm. that
1: was interesting um I mean I don't want to get too deep into it because that's like such a touchy like subject um okay but yeah basically what I learned from Ayurveda in terms of COVID is like every other disease, you're more prone to getting um, COVID-19 if your body is filled with toxins, which mm-hmm. in Sanskrit, we call that ama. So mm-hmm. how we could, one way that we could determine how much ama you have is literally looking at your tongue. And um, everybody has like a white coating on their tongue, just varying degrees, depending on, um, depending On your blueprint depending on your lifestyle what you eat and all of that but basically um the more white colored your tongue is is the more ama you have Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm -hmm. i'm sure everybody's gonna be looking at their tongue like (laughs) (laughs) yes and do you recommend a tongue scraper oh totally yeah um you could find a tongue scraper on amazon I would totally recommend that. Um,
0: yes. I tongue scrape every morning and night, guys. And I didn't start doing that until, like, two years ago. And it changed my life. Mm-hmm. Like, trust me. Go on Amazon right now. Order a two-pack and get yourself a, a tongue scraper. Yeah,
1: it's huge. I mean, like, you brush your teeth, but then your tongue is, like, it holds, like, yeah. eighty. it's, like, 80% of, like, your mouth. <laughs>
0: you know? Bacteria. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So,
1: um a lot of people forget yeah. that they
0: need to clean their tongue, too. <laughs> and if someone wanted to schedule a consultation with you, like, would it just be to find out what their dosha is? Or, like, would they come see you for any common ailments? Like, what what would make someone schedule a consult with you?
1: So, um, basically, what I would help them do is I would help them figure out their blueprint that they were born with, which is called your Prakruti, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's going to be like your doshas that just never change. It's Mm -hmm. what you're born with. um, It's your genetics. Um, And then I would help a person find out their Vikruti, which is their current dosha imbalance. So the goal of Ayurveda is basically to get a person back to their um, original blueprint, which is their Prakriti. Um mm-hmm. And then through that I could help assist a person um, get back into balance through lifestyle, diet and some herbal recommendations based upon their um, dosha imbalances. Um, and then I would have a person send me like a picture of their tongue to see what other imbalances that they have and what things that we would need to incorporate.
0: Um, yeah, I can, that is so awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. And so it's not, we're not diagnosing anything. We're just restoring the body to its baseline homeostasis. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. Awesome. And I think, um, those who are experiencing just not feeling themselves. And for me, that looked like low energy, um, brain fog, Mm -hmm. Um, acne mm-hmm. uh digestive issues, I mean, I feel like there's so many people who suffer from those things but make think that they're not normal and they might be common, but they're not normal totally so don't let anyone don't let anyone tell you that um and if you if you intuitively you just feel like Jasmine said earlier when she felt like she was having to take um medication every single night just to sleep and you you just intuitively knew that was not how life was supposed to be, like, if you feel that, then something's off and
1: mm-hmm. you're listening
0: and checking in with yourself. And that's when you can go schedule a consult with, uh, with Jasmine. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, so I don't really have anything set up necessarily right now. It's still in the works, but you guys could just direct message me and then we could get in contact, um, through there and
0: yes. yeah. Yes. Totally. All right. So we're going to wrap up this episode. We definitely have so much more to talk mm-hmm. about um, in another episode. Oh, totally. Um, but <laughs> I'd like to wrap up and ask everyone what is one thing you're currently living by?
1: One thing that I'm currently living by is to treat your body like it was the best gift that was ever given to you. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm. Um, I actually read that from a book that I'm like diving deep into right now. I'm almost done with it. And, um, it just basically talks about how we have to treat our body. Like it was the best gift given to us because it basically holds our soul while we live out our life on planet earth. Mm -hmm. And so many people neglect that, um, because they have so many other things that they need to do. But literally, you're not going to be able to do anything without taking care of your body first and foremost.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of people push themselves to the side because they're so focused on getting so many other things done, and they just put themselves last. And I know I'm I'm so guilty of doing this too. Um, Well, in the past, now I know how to prioritize myself so I can get those things done. But a lot of people don't start experiencing symptoms until, I mean, symptoms are the last thing to occur. Mm -hmm. So we have to realize that our bodies started deteriorating a long time ago Mm -hmm. and Unfortunately, and myself included, I didn't seek help until I started (laughs) developing those symptoms, but Mm -hmm. they can take a long time to reverse. And then you have to go through the healing process. So, and which is not a bad thing. I mean, I'm so grateful for my healing process and and everything like it's been just life-changing forever. I'm going to be so grateful for it, but it's, it's important to check in and make sure that you're doing that self-care and, and. Yeah, just putting yourself first. Yeah, totally. Um, I love that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. disease is literally just a sign from your body telling you that something isn't right. And I feel like we just really need to reconnect with our bodies, reconnect with the earth, and give our bodies what it needs to nourish it. And I feel like that ultimately is love for yourself. Like, that's the biggest thing that everybody just needs to start with. And that's a huge thing that I learned from my healing journey. And like you said, Kiara, like you're totally grateful for your healing journey. And without my healing journey, I mean, I wouldn't be studying Ayurveda medicine.
0: I yep. I don't know what I'd be doing. <laughs> it definitely was the catalyst for all of this for me. And yeah, I... I'm very, very grateful for it. It was, it had its ups and downs, but I feel like through that, I've learned so, so much about myself, about other people, about life. Mm -hmm. It's just ongoing. So, okay. One last thing, what keeps you alive? Like what, what, what gets you going? Literally nourishing myself. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Without nourishing yourself, (laughs) you, you probably would feel like in a slump all day where I can definitely like resonate with that too. Like before all this happened and I just kind of sat with my emotions and my physical symptoms. I was just like, I wasn't knowing nourishing myself properly. Mm A hundred percent agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Jasmine. I really appreciate you and your beautiful presence here and on social media. Like you said, um, her Instagram handle is Jasmine Bersaman, and I'll link that um, as well in the show notes, as well as the quiz that she'll send us. And stay tuned for another episode with Jasmine chatting about human design and astrology. I think that's <laughs> going to be so fast. Oh, that's um, going to be fun. it'll be so fun um and yeah so thank you
1: thank you so much Kiara for having me on this podcast um I'm constantly sending you so much love especially with starting this podcast I mean it takes a lot for a person to get an alignment and figure out first what they want to do with their life. And you're literally taking the first steps and doing it. So I'm excited to see where this podcast leads mm-hmm. you. And I'm so grateful for Instagram bringing us together.
0: Seriously. Yes. I'm so grateful. We're on two separate sides of the country. exactly Different time zones, mm-hmm. but we still feel so connected. And I'm grateful for you and can't wait to meet you one day oh yeah totally (laughs) well when all of this is over yeah (laughs) yes yes after all this but um I will catch up with you later and thank you guys for listening until next time bye. bye thanks for listening guys to another episode of the human experience podcast. I do always appreciate your love via Instagram DMS and now any ratings or reviews that you have to give my podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, and of course, feel free to share with friends and family so that others can hear my voice too until next time.